We're going to be talking with Governor Gretchen Whitmer coming up at 735. She is in the building, and we're looking forward to that. Meantime, uh, we know that energy and energy, both stability and cost, are key factors in moving Michigan forward, uh, both in terms of job creation and making sure that this manufacturing sector that's so important to the economy has enough juice uh, to be competitive certainly. Uh, Mike Fernandez is Senior Vice President of Public Affairs and Chief Communications Officer at Enbridge, one of our leading energy providers. Mike, good morning. Uh, good morning and great to be with you and your listeners uh, and, and talk a little bit about the, the governor's speech and, uh, and energy. Yeah, listen, one of the big complaints, and the, and the Republicans touched upon this in their, in their response to the governor, is that they feel that certainly in the past year with a lot of her green energy proposals, that this has increased the cost of energy for Michigan businesses and families. Do you agree with that in, in terms of just the overall energy costs and the, the change in the market? Well, I, I think we've got to take a balanced view in terms of where we are and where we need to go. Uh, at Enbridge, we like to say that tomorrow is on. And as we do that, we are investing on cleaner energy solutions, even with our traditional ways of doing business and delivering energy, but we're also investing in, in renewables. So I, I think that the notion that the governor tried to paint and, and exactly said, she's, I thought one of the great parts of, of what she had to say was all around economic development. And that essentially what her speech was about was trying to develop, if you will, an economic toolkit uh, so anyone can make it in Michigan. Um, that resonates with me. I think that, you know, together we can build a brighter future. And, and I think companies like Enbridge uh, that are approaching the energy needs in kind of an all-in approach uh, will help get us there. Uh, Mike, where are we on the tunnel project? So many stories have been d done on this. I mean, what's next? Yeah, so so in terms of the, the Great Lakes Tunnel, um, you know, we continue to work on it. In December, uh, the Michigan Public Service Commission gave us its approval, and, and which was a, a major step in, in making the tunnel a reality. Uh, you know, when it's built, that tunnel helps to protect the Great Lakes and still secure a vital uh, energy source for Michigan and the surrounding region. We are uh, basically ready to begin on the project. The only thing really standing in the way uh, in terms of locating that pipe from the base of, of the lake there at the Straits uh, to get that section of Line 5 into the tunnel is a decision on our permit application by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, and unfortunately, um, the... Uh, uh, the U.S. Army Corps has taken much longer than we had anticipated or hoped for. Uh, but that said, uh, we have solid support among Michiganders. More than 70 percent of all Michiganders support the tunnel. Uh, we continue to strongly believe there are great advantages uh, for Michigan when it comes to providing reliable energy as well as protecting the environment by taking on this project. Could this have been done already? It was proposed, or could it have been done already if it's just sort of after the initial idea was put <clears> in there? You know, it, back in 2019 when the proposal <clears throat> was put forward, if we were able to move quickly at that time, 
we would be much further along our way. You know, the actual build, uh, you actually look at something like a four-year time horizon maybe, um, but the reality is, you know, there's regulatory processes, there's permitting approvals, sure. and then different people weigh in to, in different ways uh, that, that can elongate that process. Mike, uh, we're seeing, you know, severe weather, uh, these wind chill <laughs> factors. We're like in a polar vortex, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. How stable is our supply chain? Well, you know, if, if you were to take out line five, even for uh, a season, uh, all of a sudden what would happen is you'd be in quite a fix. I mean, uh, we provide 55% of uh, the propane needs uh, for Michigan uh, off of line five. And then, you know, in terms of you talk about economic development, you know, there are about 6,000 plus uh, everyday uh, products uh, that are generated uh, by, by the oil in that pipeline, uh, everything from medical goods to, to auto bodies. Mike, you've made it clear, it's been clear in the courts that the safest way to handle line five is to put it beneath the lake bed. So I guess I got to ask you: are, are the objections over that really about protecting the straits, or is it about a long-term goal of and bias against fossil fuels in general? Well, you know, we we face that uh, not only with Line Five but in other places, and the reality is that you can't just sort of say, "Oh, we're going to stop all fossil fuels." And tomorrow morning we're going to wake up and everything's going to be do uh, going to be done through renewables. First of all, renewables can't do some of the things that uh, oil and gas can do. Uh, yes, we can move to you know electric cars, uh, and then you've got to worry about what's the source uh, of electricity. You know, the the number one user of electric vehicles today is China, and China's electricity. Is, is sourced predominantly by coal. Uh, so it's a much more complicated task than a lot of us would like to think uh, in terms of thinking about how do we power economies? How do we make the goods that we're dependent upon? I mean, you know, we're talking over radio. Many of us use uh, computers and, and handheld devices and, and phones and television screens. And all of those things have components that begin with oil. And so, you know, it's, it, it's fun to think about, oh, we can have an economy that is fossil fuel free. It's very difficult to get there. Yeah. Um, the, the, the timeline on it is, to, to Jamie's point, just so startling. And just think of how far along we had been if Dana Nessel and, and the governor had been uh, more open-minded on allowing this to get forward. I know you've got the engineering done. You're ready to to move forward uh, when that happens. We appreciate the work that Enbridge does to, to secure those pipelines and the, that transmission so that we can all stay warm in our homes and that Metro Airport can keep operating efficiently. And uh, we appreciate you for sponsoring our, uh, our uh, foray up here in the Lansing uh, today, Mike. We appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. So we appreciate the opportunity. And, and like I said, when the governor starts to talk about uh, – you know, that we need to build a brighter future. Yeah. Uh, we're all about it. Okay. Mike Fernandez, Enbridge Energy, the governor, when we come back on JR Morning.